Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What's happening everyone, welcome back to the Copyright Podcast, uh, it's Mick and I'm joined, I'm delighted to be joined um, by Robbo once again, I think this might be your second or third appearance, but nice to have you on again lad, how are you doing? Yeah, good mate, thanks for inviting us on, nice to have a little... Uh... Natter about the Reds, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well, looking forward to uh, going the game again, feels like ages since uh, we, we got to go the game. I know, like, I, I put something up the other day, like, on Twitter, just as a, as a laugh, saying, like, it feels like about, like, it's been 28 days, obviously, since our last Prem game, but it feels like 28 years, and then um, one of the lads from Opta, Mike Reed, put, like, up a stat saying it's, like, the longest gap between Premier League games for... Or league games for Liverpool since, like, 1979, apparently. Is it, yeah? Um, so it's, like... Obviously, circumstances have have, um, have made that so, but like it's it's just felt like an absolutely unbelievable break, hasn't it? It's been it's been it's been hard. I think in a way, though, you know, it, it could work in our favour because you know we weren't having the best of times where we and and I think you know the the Ajax game was a good bounce back, but it still wasn't like you you know you still it still didn't feel like the Liverpool we know and love. You know, it still wasn't it still wasn't exactly right and to be. You know, relying on Matip to pop up with the winner, it's not ideal, is it? So I don't know. I'm I'm seeing it as you know, it's a cliche and it's a football cliche, but football is full of them and it's fine to use them from time to time. I I think, do you know what I mean? Um, we've got a few lads coming back from injury now as well. You know, that looks a bit more rosier on that that scene. I think it's good that we're it, we're coming back with a home game as well. You know, on a Saturday, three o'clock, old school. Um, I think if we hadn't had the big break that we have had, you might have got the it's only Brighton shouts. But I think because of the way it is, the circumstance, the way the season's gone so far, it feels to me like there'll be a bit of a buzz around it tomorrow. I, um, I suspect the atmosphere will, go, will be good. I think you know the players will be up for it. They'll, they'll, they'll have a point to prove. And they're in, individuals now who've got a point to prove, Trent being one of them as well. Yeah, there's loads, isn't it? Like obviously not us not being in form and injuries, people coming back from injuries, and like you said, like it's it's hopefully going to be a good break for us, and, and obviously Brighton obviously changing manager and stuff, which we'll get into in a bit. But obviously you did a, um, you haven't you don't do many shows anymore, obviously since you've left the rap, so we don't we don't see it as much, and we don't get to hear your opinions on on the Reds as much, unfortunately, which is, um, I know a lot of people, like I've been saying to you before we started recording, like a lot of people are obviously interested in what, you, what you're up to and stuff, but um, I just wanted to ask you like, your general opinion, like on, on the season so far, obviously six Premier League games, nine points, uh, two wins, three draws and a loss, and then obviously two Champions League games with the Napoli embarrassment with that it was, and then we took a big step in the right direction in the, in, in the Ajax game, but what have, you, what have you made of it overall in terms of like how we've done? I mean, it's it, it's been really hit and miss, hasn't it? And it's been you know it's been a disappointment. I don't think there's any sort of polish in it really. And you know, obviously, there's the big win against Bournemouth, which you know you thought was going to be the big turnaround moment, and then you know more disappointing results follows. And yet, Napoli really, really bad. And and just you know, it, it's been odd, hasn't it? Because I think you're just seeing individuals that you've come to to know and to trust wearing the red shirt, doing things that you're not used to seeing them do. You know, Van Dyke among them. Uh, and who thought we'd be saying things like that. But, you know, I think some of the the rush to turn to crisis talk that sort of plagues football analysis now is a bit daft because 
I know, you know what, you know, Brighton are starting this game above us. I mean, does anyone really think that, you know, come the end of the season, those those places are going to stay the same? Do, do we really think Liverpool are going to be eighth? Do we really think Brighton are going to be fourth? So I just think, you know, you've got you've got to think that, you know, it's a season long thing. And and I, I still think there's plenty of time for things to go right. Things have gone wrong and there's no two ways about that. You know, the Nunes situation with him getting sent off, a very daft situation. I think that put us back in terms of, you know, their three games where he could have been building and understanding with the rest of his teammates and they're lost. So that puts you back. But, you know, he scored, hasn't he, internationally in this break. So that should be good for him. And hopefully it's just given everyone a chance to have, like, a big chat, give you know, a collective wobble of heads um, and I just think, you know, the attitude should be better. The application should be better. And look, look, some of the stuff as well we've seen this season, I think is genuinely being a little bit worrying. So, you know, when you're seeing stats that are saying we're being outrun and things like that, you know, you're like, well, hang on. That was always something you could rely on. You know, effort and, and energy of, of Klopp teams have always been there and everything else has sort of followed in from that. And so when that was lacking, you, you know, you're thinking, well, is there a real you know, collective mental issue here? Is there a hangover from the way last season went, you know, going so close to doing something no one's ever done before in terms of a quadruple? The big ones falling by the wayside. The grimness of of Paris, which, you know, is obviously grim uh, for fans who were caught up in it. But I, I, I almost feel like, the, you know, there's been a collective grimness around the full stop. You know, you'd see you'd, players talking about, their families being caught up in it and things like that. You, you know, they're all human and, and all these little things, you know, matter. And so I just think, you know, maybe like, you know, some of the some of the togetherness that's like taken us through in the past was chipped away at a little bit. But, you know, I think we can get it back. I think we can be all right. And, you know, obviously we need Nunes to start contributing positively. Um, I still think it's far, far too early to be writing them off. Uh, it's ridiculous that people, you know, find things that he's done in training and make big deals about it. But that is the that is the generation we are around and in and, you know, surrounded by in terms of the internet and social media now. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, allow him some time because it's ridiculous to be writing the lads off at this stage. And look, I hark back as well on the subject of him for a second to when he was opposition at Anfield. And, you know, I, I came away that night saying, I tell you what, that lad looked good. He caused us some problems there. If he's putting in that performance in a Liverpool shirt, then we're all going to be happy. And if he's putting that performance in a Liverpool shirt on the regular, he will score goals and he will cause teams problems. I think he's had a bit of a, you know, he's been that desperate to impress that, you know, he's, he's, he's channeled his energy in the wrong way and obviously ended up paying the price with the red card. But I'm sure they've had a word with him behind the scenes. I'm sure that we'll see, you know, a more positive version of Nunes hopefully starting tomorrow. Yeah, I think like like in terms of like an equivalent, I think it's like two point six games he's played. I think it's like two hundred and fifty nine minutes. It's, it's like it's absolutely like any other time you'd say, oh, like stats wise, you'd say the sample size is too small. Like if you're a proper yeah. stathead, but like he's just not played enough games. And like you said, it's, it's partly his fault with the whole red card thing getting missing three games, which was which was quite key in, in the end in terms of us like maybe that gel on period like you mentioned. Like that could have we could have been away a lot higher in terms of where we are in terms of his development into as as an integration than we than we are at the minute if that didn't happen. But hopefully uh, Brighton's the start of a um, a proper I don't know, like it feels like a proper break. So it just feels like a new season again to me. Like a yeah, bit. exactly. And and I think probably, you know, that is what they'll be saying behind the scenes as well. You know, you think about, you know, ultimately it's down to the manager and the coaches to get the collective mindset in the right place for them to go and perform in the in the best possible way that they can. And, you know, a lot of that is down to belief and things like that. So I'm sure that they'll be saying to them, like, treat this as though, you know, we've had a bit of a false start. Let's have the real one now. And, you know, you've got this period, haven't you, now before the World Cup where there's 13 games it's game after game. It's get you know. It's midweek weekend, midweek weekend, over and over again. You know, everyone's going to get a go in the squad, and I kind of think Liverpool, you know, under Klopp as well, but traditionally as well. You know, they get on a roll. You know, I remember seeing someone. I don't know who it was once on Twitter saying, 
when people talk about momentum in football, it's bollocks. I totally disagree with that. I think it's the other way around. I think you can get on a roll. You can start winning. You can start finding your way back. And all of a sudden, confidence goes up. And look, let's be honest, they've made things hard for themselves. They left the margin for error now is is small, certainly in terms of you know a realistic title challenge and things like that. So they'll know that as well. So they've got to come out the blocks. They've got to be Brighton. And then you're straight on to Arsenal at the top of the league. And then you've got Man City. So, you know, the huge games. But if you don't get a reaction in games like that, well, when are you ever going to get one? And look, you know, I've just ripped the media and social media a minute ago saying, well, I think, you know, reports of Liverpool's death are greatly exaggerated, etc. But, you know, if they don't get something out of Arsenal and don't get something out of City, then we will, we will, will really be having conversations about, well, what is this season going to be about now? And is it just about, you know, getting a Champions League slot and trying to do something in the Cups? But equally, you know, if they turn something around next few weeks and they're more than capable of doing it, in my opinion, then it turns the other way. And all of a sudden, you know, it's Liverpool have talked about positively. The fans are behind them. The, the, the chat in the media will be positive all of a sudden. The Arsenal, you know, if we can go and beat Arsenal, well, that'll burst their bubble, won't it? And all of a sudden, it'll be like same old Arsenal. So these things can shift quite quickly. See, equally, you know, if Liverpool are able to beat Manchester City, which is a big ask, and, you know, it'll be a tough game. It always is against them. There's never much in it. But, you know, again, you don't feel like it's beyond the realms. You know, it's it, it's in there. And, you know, we've got Thiago fit at the moment and playing. Um, so that's a good thing because Liverpool are a better side with him in and around it. Um, Henderson available again. Canate available very soon. Curtis Jones the same. So, you know, all the, all the ills that we're contributing to, you know, how we've been doing as well, slowly in touch would seem to be clearing up. And, and, and again, that will offer opportunity for... For the squad collectively to perform better because you know you're not relying on I mean we've still got a situation with Robertson, haven't we? I think he, he's out tomorrow. Uh lightly Robert uh Simicast sets in uh, steps in. But you've got like we might get a glimpse of Ramsey now at teams at right back and things like that. So there's loads of stuff I think to be positive about, to be hopeful about, to suggest that you know we can we can string some results together. But it, it's literally got to start tomorrow and and, and uprighten the good side as well. I mean you know, I wasn't having a pop before by saying no one expects them to finish fourth. But, you know, they've made a good start to the season, a better start than us. And, you know, it's a long, long time since Brighton kicked off a game against Liverpool and they would have both been in the league. So they'll be buzzing. And look, they've lost the manager. But the manager was there long enough for me that, you know, his ways will still be there. They, they've got a way of playing. They understand each other. They feel very together. And they've got a new man in. But I don't think he'll be looking to change too much, I wouldn't thought, because they're doing well. You know, it, it's not like he's been brought in because, you know, the other manager was sacked because he was doing a, a bad job. He's been brought in because Potter's gone to Chelsea. So he'll be looking to build on Potter's work and probably not change too much because they've been all right against us, haven't they, in, in recent fixtures, albeit that we've got overall a good record against them. On the, on, just on one other thing as well, on the, on the like Liverpool crisis in inverted commas like we're still unbeaten at home in about 26 games I think it is so you know again we're at Anfield tomorrow so that is a tough place for an opposition team to come and as much as I'm sure in other quarters Brighton will be getting talked up they they won't want to come here that you know the, their manager will be like that is the last place I want to be going for my first yeah. ever game Um, so you know we've done for managers on their first days in the jobs before and I'm hopeful we'll do for him tomorrow. Yeah, and like you said, I think there's nine nine games in October, isn't there? And then it, I think that coincides nicely yeah. with, like you said, all the players that we've got coming back that can maybe start to come in the side and start to show what they're about. The Ramses, and we don't know anything about. There's players that we need to well, see. The other fella as well, um, Artori, you know, he's yeah. he's been, he, he's had all his specialists in and around them, hasn't he, according to the report. He's been trying to get fit. He played in the the pizza cup or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So he, he, he's been making an effort and, and and so the reports say, you know, he's he's impressed the manager. So, you know, it feels like he was he potentially a bit closer to being able to come on the pitch and, and contribute probably likely as a, as a substitute. But, you know, that's another good thing, another positive thing. We'll get to see him. We'll get to see if he's capable. We'll get to see whether he can cut it 
in this system under this manager with this team etc and again there's there's an excitement around that for me there's a buzz around that you know i didn't watch that game against rochdale because you know that that for me is is real die hard stuff to be digging out the screen <laughs> for that one um but but you know i read that a few people a few people thought he you know he was he looked a bit off for even in that game but you know he's had a couple of weeks now, hasn't he? And 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 he's had these people around him to get to, to get him into a bit of form and fitness. So let's hope that pays off. Yeah, I mean, uh, fingers crossed it does because we need we need stuff to start going right. Like you said, injuries, getting people back, getting people back up to speed. That'll just that's when Liverpool are at the best. And like you said, playing loads of games in a row. I agree with you. Like that's when Liverpool are at the best as well. When there's when there's no time to recover. Yeah. It's just like it's like muscle memory. We just we just do what we're good at, and it and it just works. Um, but we've got loads of comments here, Robo, because obviously we're live on Facebook and YouTube as well. Oh, brilliant! Uh, so let's uh, let's let's go through a couple of these, if you don't mind. Um, so yeah, Dan cool. just Dan's through a comment, and uh, all right, lads, hope you well. Loved Robo since I started watching tour. Any big projects lined up for him? Also, has he tried any special new crisps? <laughs> Seen this Christmas flavors coming out? A few questions there for you. <laughs> I know. Um, any big projects lined up? Um, not currently. Um, I've been doing a bit of teaching uh, since I left the Amphora. Um, various places, various um, various ages of of students as well. Uh, I was in a I was in a primary school today, but I've been teaching um, some some lads a lot older than that as well. Been going into and and got some others lined up going into universities and just doing various talks as well. So enjoyed that um you know it's been something different i uh, wanted to challenge myself and try something different but you know I, i've enjoyed like you know I, i'm enjoying this now being on here again but i enjoyed talking to to dave on on dave's lfc chats the other week as well and got some nice feedback from being on that it was nice to read and you know i, I i've got to be honest like I'm, I'm missing doing you know the content stuff so you know it's made me think a little bit you know is there still something i can be doing around that uh, there's various conversations going on. There's a couple of jobs I've applied for and things like that, but nothing concrete's happening as yet. But you know, as soon as it as soon as it does, you know, I'll be shouting about it and and I'll put stuff out there. I mean, um, I've wondered as well maybe about doing some bits myself. Um, again, I'll, I'll I'll maybe have a, a mess around with that. I might I might make something, have a look at it, and think you know, is it fit for public consumption or not? Um, I don't know. But yeah, it's it. I wanted I wanted to have a little break, to be honest with you. So I've had I've had a little break and and it's been good. It's been good to to go the game and just go the game. Um, you know, I'm going the game again tomorrow uh, with my son, and I've been to a couple other games with him. Um, and that's been something I've not had the opportunity to do much in the, in the past. So it's been great to to go with him. He's get he seems like finally at 14 years old. He's he's getting the bug. Uh, which is good, and I, I, bumped, I bumped into you, didn't I, Mick, when I was with him? Um, and you know, it's he's enjoying it, and and he, he's been a bit of a, a lucky charm so far as well. So his most recent games was um, Man United four uh, 0 uh, last season. Uh, he went to the Newcastle game, uh, where obviously we won late on, uh, very late on. And then he went to the Ajax game where we won late on again. So, you know, he's got a pretty decent record at the moment. And um, like, keep taking him, yeah. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, one of the lads has got to work tomorrow. So, um, so Cara's having his ticket for that. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe put a couple of quid on another late winner because it seems to happen <laughs> when he's around. Um, other other questions on there of crisps. Um, don't, don't think I've tried anything particularly new or mad. I certainly haven't tried any Christmas flavours so far, but I'll keep an eye out. Um, there was some kind of spicy twirl things that I brought I bought today from um, from the shop at Liverpool South Parkway Station. They were good. Um, it'd be good if I could remember the name, but you know if you go in there, you'll see them. Cheap fellas, big orange twisty things, but they were good. Um, I banged them on my butty and I was happy with my dinner. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do I do miss the uh, crisp chats. I mean. People have literally said, and I used to say it joking myself, didn't I, on the rap, you know, like, maybe I should launch a crisp channel, but I'm not sure what that would do for me health and, and my weight and things like that. You know, just eating eating crisps every day live on YouTube seems <laughs> like a limited shelf life for both me and the content. Um, but, but you know, you know, never rule it out. I mean, here we are talking about crisps on here now, and, you know, I was talking about crisps with Dave the other week, so... 
you know, this Chris chat thing is following me around, so who knows? Yeah, you could do like a little um, a little crossover, like crisp, crisp LFC chat or something. Yeah. <laughs> Robbo's yeah, crispy LFC, LFC chat or something. LFC chats. <laughs> yeah, well, it needs a bit of work on the name, but yeah, I mean, well, uh, you know, I won't rule it out. <laughs> I was going to say, Dave will be um, filing a little um, <laughs> copyright notice to your name. It's called Crispy All LFC. You've done is change your name, uh, Dave for your name, and added crisps. That's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's boss. But um, I, to be fair, on the on the old crisp front, I, I I mean, I do like crisp. Obviously, everyone everyone fucking does. But more of a fan like Christmas, like obviously Dan mentioned, like Christmas ones coming out. More of a fan like the um, the turkey butties coming out. To be fair, when they start yeah. coming out proper early, big fan of that. Big fan. Yeah, there was something uh, Greg's trotted out last year, and it had gravy on it. And I was like, how's it gonna work having a butty? With gravy on it, like <laughs> that, that seems mad, yeah. But then I, I ate it, I gave it a go, and uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it was it was a thumbs up to be honest with you. Um, I was thinking of sending off to, to Sam Allardyce, and, and I'm, I'm pointing <laughs> out that uh, gravy was available in Greg's, and I'm sure he would have been. I mean, he was probably on to it anyway, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he's the number one gravy man in Britain, so I'm sure he was well on to it, but um, but no, it was um, surprisingly good. And it worked oddly. So, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye out for butties with gravy on uh, as we get closer to the to the big crimbo day. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds proper mad, you know. I'll, I'll have to try it. It is mad, honestly, but honestly, it kind of worked. And I was like, okay, sound. <laughs> oh, my God, that's class. Um, but, yeah, let's let's see what else we've got in the chat. Uh, we've got Paul saying, even and all, nice one, Paul, for jumping in. Aiden's in as well. Evening, chaps. Hope you're all well. The Reds play tomorrow at last. Uh, Gary, Tally Ho Reds. Nice one, Gary, for jumping in. Darren said, tell Robbo to turn the brightness down. Uh, it's not my laptop. No can do. Yeah, I was talking to Mick before we started, and I don't really know what I'm doing on it, because um, it's not mine. So, hang on. Uh, is that better? Is that doing anything? No? I don't know, you know, not for me. No, I mean, it's, it's changing the brightness for me. Um, on the screen, changing it for you. So now I don't know what I'm doing. I've, I've had to jump on someone else's laptop because uh, I forgot my power cable. Uh, schoolboy error. So there's nothing I can do. Sorry, Darren. Uh, you're just gonna have to cope with with this setup. <laughs> it's on now. You can see it all right. I'm not gonna hear it all right. So it's all good. Um, Doug's in the chat as well. Nice one, Doug. Evening, Mick. Evening, Gareth. Uh, Christian Anderson's in the chat as well. Oh, well he says. You can do a tour and come to Sweden trying our crisps too, mate. Oh, yeah, I'll be into that. that. Yeah, I'll be into that. Is Christian paying? <laughs> if he, yeah, I reckon he is. He's always on the pub with me these days, so he's definitely paying if I'm going out there to try some crisps. Like, it's right. Um, yeah, LFC crisp chat on tour. Then it's getting, <laughs> it's getting better and better. This. It's getting more expensive, like as well. Little trips to <laughs> little trips to Sweden and that. <laughs> uh, right, we'll come back to some of them comments a bit because I just thought we'd obviously get back into the um, the footy stuff and obviously crop uh, cl- crop uh, Klopp's press conference was today um, and he had a few few funny things to say to be fair, but obviously he got asked about Trent, of course, straight off the bat, um, yeah. and he like smiled saying, "You really want to open this box," and w- which was quite funny. Um, and then he went on to say, like, if I was in charge, I would decide differently, obviously. I see Trent uh, differently. That's clear. People talk about him not being a good defender. That's not true. He is a good defender. He does. He just doesn't always defend good. But he's 23, and we're working on it. What are your thoughts on all this? I mean, I don't. obviously, we're not... England isn't, like, the number one priority for any of us. Uh, it's always Liverpool, and it always has been, and it always will be. But it's been a bit mad, this whole Southgate thing, hasn't it? Yeah, it has a bit. And... Um... Look, I, I always think with international football that there's the way we look at it or there's the way some of us as fans look at it. And then there's what it must be to actually be a player. So, you know, of course, there's a thing around, you know, a lot of scousers and I'm one of them. Who, I just I, I just don't find any enthusiasm for international football. I don't feel part of the England national team thing. I just, you know, I'll, I'll stick it on and I'll watch the game sometimes and, it just drifts over me. I don't, you know, they'll score a goal and I don't feel anything. They'll concede a goal and I don't particularly feel anything. I've never paid money to go and watch them. 
and I've reached 46 and I don't think I ever will now. Um, I know people who have gone and, you know, didn't have particularly great experiences when they did. And I just got no real interest in it. And, and my, my main thing when there's an international break of any type, of any type is, well, I hope our players are going to get through it injury-free and come back and be able to play for Liverpool. So, in trend circumstance, obviously that has been the case because he, you know, he didn't he didn't play in in the England games. And in the meantime, you would hope, you know, he's had time to reflect on his own form for Liverpool because it's not it's not been the greatest. Um, he has made some fairly high-profile mistakes, um, which I'm sure he'd be the first to admit. And what I've always liked about Trent all the way through is. You know, you see it, he bounces back from these moments. You know, he's had these moments before. He's had all, all the same media before. He's had the same treatment from Southgate before. So it, it should, in a way, be water off a duck's back. I'm sure, but I'm sure that what my point being about, you know, how we look at it and how they look at it, he will want to play in the World Cup. And it, it, you'll know, obviously, that there's a thing now with the manager seemingly favouring any other right back bar him. So he's just got to stuff that down his throat. And the best way to do that is go out and be brilliant for Liverpool. So I'm sure there's extra motivation for him there. I'm sure he's wanted to put his form right anyway. And, I, I'd, you know, you can't help but agree with Klopp, can you? You know, the lad's 23. And let, let, let's be let's be honest as well. You know, he was, he was coached into being a right-back as they saw it, the best, the best pathway for him to get into the first team at the time. So he, he didn't play as a right-back earlier on in his his time as a footballer, the coaching team at Liverpool said, what's the best way to get him in the first team soon? He's got talent. And then he got moulded, turned into a right-back. So, you know, deep down, does he really want to play there? Or, or does he want, you know, the, the same old chestnut conversation? Should he actually be in midfield? Well, Klopp's, Klopp's seemingly determined to keep him at right-back. Um, he's happy with his, his output going the other way. Um, and look, he's been honest today, hasn't he? And I acknowledge that he's made mistakes at times. But I mean, when I say about him bouncing back as well, there was the big thing about you know um, Rashford going back a few years, wasn't there? When um, you know he, he he tore him apart a little bit in one of the games against Manchester United, and then not long after that, he was got, he was coming up against Sane, wasn't he? And a lot of people were saying, well, he's not going to get, he's not going to do well there. And then he had him in his pocket. And he had a great game. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, Trent's brilliant again. And, you know, look, 23 and he's won the league and he's won the European Cup and he's won the League Cup and the FA Cup, you know, and and, and so on and so on and so on. To have this stack of silverware already to his name at, the, at, at you know, at, at this stage of his career. Well, you don't do that if you're not an absolutely top-class player. And he is. And so, you know, it's the old former's temporary class of permanent thing. He will bounce back. He will undoubtedly be brilliant for us once more, and then it's up, it's up, for, you know, it's up to Southgate to take the shit out of his eyes and start picking one of England's best talents. I mean, you know, for for me, it says more about Southgate than it does about Trent that he doesn't pick him and that he doesn't even include him in squads. I just think that's poor management. And you know, is there an argument for South? I mean, it's not an England show, and we're not particularly interested. But is there an argument for Southgate to be getting him into the team somewhere? And making the most of that talent, I would say absolutely yeah. But I'm not that asked from my point of view, selfishly as a Liverpool fan, that Trent's had his feet up the last couple of weeks. Well, up the reds, he should be good to go tomorrow, then, shouldn't he? Yeah, it's it's mad for me. Like in terms of like world class players, I think there's 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 few in the England team, and I think Trent's one of them. And the fact that he's just think that like because he came out saying like his uh, trip is all round games better. I just think like I couldn't I couldn't disagree with that more. Like, but then you look on the like what Trent might be thinking on the back of that. I think it's only good news for us because it can either galvanize his performances so that he can prove he wants to prove Southgate wrong if that's what he wants to do, or he just switches off from England and he gives his best performances because, like you said, he's not been the best and he'll he'll be aware of that and he'll want to fix that anyway. So then he can just switch off England and just go well. It, swear of it anyway, I'll just focus on Liverpool. So it's, it's win-win, isn't it? Yeah, I think it, it absolutely is. And like I say, you've seen in his game a reaction to what when he's been a focus of, of, of media chat, media attention because of what the England manager's done in the past. There's been a positive reaction when he's put a red shirt on. So 
I'm opening it to the same again, and I'm and I'm absolutely good with it. I couldn't care less how England get on in the World Cup. Um, I'm I'm honestly not bothered. I'll, I'll watch the World Cup because it's football and because I'm interested. Um, but it doesn't really concern me. But like I said, from Trent's perspective, I'm sure he does want to wear that shirt. I'm sure he does want to build up however many England caps to his name, and I'm sure he does want to compete in the World Cup because as a sportsman and as a pro. You know that's that's part of being elite, isn't it? You know, clocking up a hundred odd caps and potentially winning a Euros or a World Cup, whatever. That is part of the sport that he's in. So he's not going to be like us and be like, "Well, I'm not asked about England because it's different for him." He's playing, he's representing his country. It's like, you know, if we were good at sports, whatever the sport might be, you know, the top of it is international. It's considered international football or international whatever squash, tennis, whatever. So from that from that point of view, he will want to play. But you know, there's, there's clearly like a an odd thing with, with with Southgate, isn't there? And you know, Klopp referenced it, didn't he? He said he'd pick him whatever whatever team he was managing. And like I said before, it also says something about Southgate for me. Um, and, and I just think you know, even how he's how he's handled it, just seems unnecessary. You know, to not even have him in the squad, to be coming out with comments about you know Trippier's got a better all round game. Like, is is that necessary to say that in public? Is that good management? I would say no. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I feel it's like it's like he's been pressed for a a reason, and he's just he's just shit himself and thought, oh, this is this is what I think. This is the reason why. But but then if he believes that, it's worse. If he's just said it because he's panicked. Then it's not as bad, but if he really you believes know, South, that, then Southgate that... is norm. I mean, I, I'm not his biggest fan or anything. I, I don't think I don't think he's particularly brilliant in any way, and you know, but he does seem to think about things, and he does think about what's said in the media. And I think if, if there is a positive about his reign, if you like, as England manager, it's that you know he's got some of the England players to open up a bit more, and you know, some of the sessions they've held with the media have been pretty good, and and you know. If, if there's one thing he has achieved, it's maybe, you know, you've ended up saying a lot of us, they seem like a, a good set of lads because he's got he's allowed them to be a little bit more open with the media and and that, that side of his management has been good, I would say, on the whole. That's why I'm surprised that he drops in a bit of a lazy comment about Trippier, etc. I mean, all he needed to say there is... I just don't think transforms being quite what it should be lately. I've picked my team on form, um, and that's why he, he's not in the squad. However, you know, I'd expect him to recover, and you know, he's, he's certainly going to be in our thinking for the World Cup. Leave it at that, you know, just straight batting. I don't know why he's, he, you know, he's, he's making more headlines by like referencing another player and, and claiming he's better than him. It's just not needed. Yeah, and you get like you said, you get enough that on fucking social media anyway. You don't have to the actual England manager like just weighing in on like just like shitty comparison debates. We already have enough of that and like combined fucking elevens and all that shit. Exactly. Um, we don't we don't need that. Uh, but like Darren says, if you haven't subs- if you haven't already hit the like and subscribe button, that'd be boss if you wouldn't mind. But I think Dave might have missed our um, our Dave LFC chat little segment we had before because he only ju- he's only just came in. But no, nice you missed out there, Dave. You'll have to, yeah, you'll have, have, to have a little rewind there, Dave. We were referencing you earlier on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll just go through a couple of these dead quick. Um, Mad Jappel as poor Trent just needs to buy this time. Southgate will be gone soon enough. And then uh, yeah. JJ said, I think negativity for Trent also is because he's ours and scouts. The comparisons you hear from pundits are embarrassing. I'm also made up he's not doing much for England. Just hope he feels okay. Yeah, I think it's one of them. Like he's he's old enough now. He's twenty three. He's still still growing. Still going to get better, and he's gonna. I mean, he'll be in the England squads for pretty much his whole career anyway. So I don't think he's got anything to worry about. And I, st- I still probably think he'll go with the World Cup. To be honest, I think he'll he'll have his um, trying to prove Southgate wrong head on. I yeah, think. I do. So I think it's one of them, isn't it? Like he's gonna, he's gonna, he's probably gonna come out firing and probably just hopefully he, get a load he's, of. Yeah, he's stuff. shown before that he's got a fire in him. It's part of his game that he's got some fire in him. Um, yeah, exactly. I yeah, think I, 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 I think you see a reaction from. Him. I think I think you'll see a better form from him. You'll, you'll, you, you know, you can imagine like whatever, whatever he can do to improve his form, he'll be doing it. And yeah, I imagine he will go. 
yeah, fingers crossed it starts um, tomorrow. But um, in terms of like, have we gone? The... Have we lost the internet? Oh, Am I still here? <laughs> Can you still hear me? Can I? Can I bring Oh, Robbo's gone. Robbo's gone. Well, we'll be, he'll be back shortly. Um, but in the comments, in terms of then, let's just have a little talk about um, team selections. We were going to get on that anyway. What are your thoughts in terms of um, t- um, starting 11? Give us your starting 11s for um, for tomorrow. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Here he is. Here he is. Internet, eh? <laughs> I thought it was me this at first. It must have been me. Yeah, this um, this 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 show's been fraught with technical difficulties. My end, um, so I apologise for that. But um, you'd be pleased to know, Mick, if you'd ask me on again um, from November onwards, I I I should be in better circumstances. I for one will have better internet, um, and and who knows, I might even remember the plug for my computer, <laughs> um, and so I'll I'll also have a better camera with better brightness. Uh, for the complaints about that, so yeah, you know, get us on in November, Mick, and it all, all will be well. No, I mean it's been it's been sound, it's been sound. I can hear you and see you. Just obviously a few, a few issues, but it's sound. Don't worry, it all it all sounds good to me, and I'm sure it does to everyone else. Um, but I was just gonna say about like Klopp's, like the rest of the is like his um, press conference, really, like in terms of like obviously like you mentioned before, Ramsey being back and training, uh, Kanate's back, Kelleher. Um, it's all good things, and obviously there's, there's some bad things. Obviously, with Robbo being out still, jo- uh, Jones is out still, Ox is out still, Naby out still, and he said these might all be out until the mid to end of October. Uh, Diaz, Jota, and Nunes came back from international duty late; they weren't in training. Um, but I think Canate is a big one, isn't it? Because I think he's he's so key, so, especially to the way we play uh, with that high line. I think he's. The fact that he came into the team and done so well last year, I think having him back's massive, isn't it? Especially that he got injured in that fucking friendly game as well. I know, I know you. Um, but yeah, there was a stage there, wasn't there, where you know he was rightly getting all applauded. We were talking about what a great, a great time he'd been, um, and what another piece of genius from Liverpool in the transfer market and so on. Um, so yeah, it was annoying and it was a setback. And, and look, you know, we've had massive back there, haven't we? We've had Gomez back there. And you know these constant changing changes, or they're all good players, but you want a consistent partnership at centre half, and and you know him with Van Dijk looked pretty pretty good there, didn't it, for a while? And I think I think the difference is as well that he, he's a do, he's a dominant centre half, isn't he? So he's got a bit of pace, but he also does that he also does that thing for me where if you're a forward, he almost makes an effort to rough you up a bit do you know what I mean like yeah. he'll, he'll almost say to it like do you want to do that do you yeah well watch this and he'll just use his strength against you and I always think stuff like that's important because it gets into the head then of the attacker thinking hang on he's he's an absolute you know he, he's made a stone this lad I, I can't get past him he's got more strength than me and then it's in your head and, and that that is part of the game obviously you know a lot of physicality has been taken out of the game, certainly from when I started going, you know, way back when. But there is still a place for it, and there's certainly a place for it from from centre halves. And you know, Gomez had, had the struggles at times, didn't he? You know, I still like Joe, and I hope he sticks around. And I'm sure he'll come back, and there'll be times when we'll be calling upon him, and he'll be absolutely great for us. But he, he had a few moments. Van Dyke's had a few moments, as we mentioned earlier. So getting Canate fit. And inform and back in the side will be good because it gets everyone else back on the toes as well, doesn't it? You know, if, if you've got that competition for the place, um, yeah, it's a hundred percent a good thing. And and there was a time there where he was rightly first choice. And again, you can see you know a scenario in a couple of weeks where he's he'll be rightly first choice again. And again, that adds to what I was saying before. There's loads of little things at the moment for me that make. The prospect of going back to the match really exciting. He's another one. Um, you know, simply getting some football back after this ridiculously long break uh, is enough in itself, of course. But you know, players returning from injury, the prospect of having you know stronger benches, 
uh, greater prospect for rotation during games, you know, therefore players being less tired and things like that. You know, all of this points to we should be getting the red revival that we all want in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I can't wait just to have like just opposite like quality off the bench and not having to like yeah just rely on like putting a Milner like Milner and Hend- uh, Milner and Elliot in midfield as like a as a uh, each side of a Fabinho like obviously that that can work in some games but we need to be having more depth and that more strength in there and obviously Thiago brings a lot of that as well but I just thought we'd jump straight into the um, team predictions then Robo what are you what are you thinking in terms of who we're gonna who's gonna start tomorrow. Well, it's going to be too early, isn't it, for for Canate by the sounds of it? So he is yeah. he, he's back, but it seems to be that it'll be like a, you know a week or so at least. Um, so it's going to be Simakas, isn't it, left back? Um, you'd imagine after all the fuss um, and and the fact that he's had a rest, it will be Trent on the other side uh, with all eyes on him to produce a performance to uh, stuff it down Southgate's neck. Um, centre half, obviously Virgil and uh, Matip, and then midfield. There's actually some options now, isn't there? Which is good. Um, you've got to have Thiago in there. Uh, Fabinho's come through unscathed. Teams from international duty, and uh, Henderson obviously went away with England, got a little cameo, and hopefully now is is fit and firing as well. So it's probably them three in midfield. Um, as you say, it's been a little bit sort of, um, you know, plugging in players in, in positions they don't look entirely comfortable in the last, you know, the last few weeks before the break. So, uh, you know, a tried and tested midfield, I think, will be good to see. And then up front, um, I don't know. I'm up front. They've been thinking about this because obviously we've had Bobby kicking around and things like that. Um, Jot has scored on international duty as well, hasn't he? I think. But I don't know. I, there's got to be a point, surely, where you back the big man to come back in, start causing teams a problem, show some faith in him as well. And look, he scored a goal, hasn't he, uh, as well, Nunes. And, and and you kind of think he'll be, you know, he'll be he'll be tugging at the leash to get out there and prove himself and all the rest of it. Hopefully, in a more positive way. And not nutting defenders and getting sent off like <laughs> so. I'd say, uh, I'd say the big man to start. Uh, obviously, Mo the one side of him and uh, Diaz the other. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's pretty much nailed on the whole team apart from striker. I think obviously Henderson or Elliot another another shout as well in terms of. Yeah. But like I said Henderson being back. Obviously, having that cameo for England, I imagine Klopp will want to go tried and tested, especially against the Brighton team, like you like rightly referenced there. Like I've done well against us, albeit they've changed manager. Yeah. Uh, but let's just there's a few in the comments that basically I think that's yes, that's the same team. Pan, Pan of Scouse, what a name that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, <so> basic, <laughs> basically the same team. I think as uh, what you said, Robo uh, Aiden. Yeah. I think he's gone the same as well. Uh, Dave has gone, yeah. Oh no, sorry, Jota. Jota instead of Nunes. He's gone Jota there, yeah. See, I, I, I was thinking, and I've been thinking about this as well. I was last night, like in terms of who's going to start there, and then Klopp's press conference, he kind of mentioned like Jota and that coming back, and uh, I think didn't he like personally ask to get brought off in the Portugal game as well? Apparently, because he was a bit fatigued. So I don't oh, know. Right. I don't know where. I mean, I don't know if that's hundred percent. I just heard that um, watching a few shows today. So whether well, that Mo, comes into the Mo, thinking, Mo scored, didn't he, in one game and then was was rested in the other as well. So that that seems to have turned out quite well for Liverpool as well. The Brazilians uh, only went and played in France, didn't they, as well? So it's not like they've um, you know been to the other side of the earth like they normally have. So you know it, the cards seem to have fell quite nicely for Liverpool. You know, Touchwood again. In terms of again pointing towards a revival, pointing to you know victory hopefully tomorrow, um, and pointing towards you know that being then followed up by hopefully going and knocking Arsenal off their temporary perch, to quote a phrase. <laughs> yeah, and I think having Jota back fit helps because he's got like what seven and seven against them. He absolutely fucking loves scoring against Arsenal, doesn't he? So that'll be nice if he um, carries on that streak and get eight and eight. Uh, but Aiden says Nuno scored midweek, so needs to start for me. Yeah, and Christian, 
Christian says Diaz, Jota, and Salah bring on Nunes early in the second half. So either way, like either either way, we've got good options, isn't it? And I think that's what we've been saying. Like there's options there now, rather than just going. We know who's starting. The bench is going to be okay, not that good. Whereas now we've actually got quality, matching quality that we can bring on. So it's a it's a good it's a good problem to have. Yeah, you, so, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be unhappy either way, would you? With with whoever's starting up front there. Um, I, I just think on the Nunes thing, there's an opportunity there for the manager to, you know, say, I'm showing you some faith. Um, I don't think we've seen the best here, but this is your opportunity to go and do it. We know you scored a goal on international duty. You know, get the arm round, ramp them up, say, like, you know, go and show what you're about, but do it in the right way, channel your energy in the right way. Like, you know, the red card was disappointing. The red card was dozy. You know, the red, the red card was daft. But, you know, the idea that, you know, that like, again, the sort of over-analysis of footy, you know, the idea that he hasn't come up against that kind of stuff before, having grown up in Uruguay. I mean, fucking hell, do me a favour. Like, um, you know, exactly. the known for the dark arts, you know, the, the taught the dark arts in primary school, I would reckon, in, <laughs> in Uruguay. So the idea he hasn't he hasn't come up against a defender on the wind-up before, bullshit. He, he was just... You know, mentally too charged, I think, and you know, and, and paid the price for it. But if if he if he if he can get himself in the right place and show the fella, like I said, that we saw, um, you know, in the opposition kit against against Liverpool at Anfield when he looked impressive, impressed everyone, and no doubt impressed the Liverpool staff, and I'm sure it contributed to the the transfer itself. Then we will have a player on our hands, and 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 Brighton and other defenses will have a problem on their hands. Yeah, that's just one of them. We need to give him some time. Like I said before, like 2.6 games he's played. It's just like, it's mad that the clips are getting put on Twitter. But that's just the way, like you said earlier, that's just the way the world is at the minute. Yeah, we're living, yeah. It's absolutely craziness. But last couple of comments before we get into the um, score predictions. Dan's gone for Alison Trent, Matt at Van Dyke, Simicas, Fabinho, Carvalho, Thiago, Salah, Firmino, Jota. A fresh forward line that knows our pressing triggers will be important. Brighton play. Try and try to play out from the back. Yes, that's that'll be so Carvalho right, the right of a three, and then obviously Jota on the left. I mean, if it happens, I'll be I'll be surprised, Dan, if that happens because that seems a few too many changes for me. But it's one of those that if that if that was the team, then I'd be like, well, fair enough. We're at, we're at home and we want to we want to press on the front, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's an exciting side, isn't it? I mean, you know, Carvalho's. <laughs> Carvalho would be bold, I would say, uh, when you're trying to sort of, you know, I mean, Klopp and, and everyone behind the scenes and the players, you know, we'll all know that, you know, all eyes are on Liverpool. Yeah. You know, the, you can imagine the think pieces about Liverpool are already three quarters written and it's just a, a case of, you know, what bad Liverpool result can we bolt on and put these out? So, you know, the world is waiting and watching for a, for a Liverpool slip up. So I would say... You know that was my argument earlier. Just you know, go for the try and tried and tested. I think um, Carvalho as well it, it is a good option off the bench. Uh, Jotter is as well. He's proven that. So, I mean, we're back to the idea, though, aren't we? That all of a sudden the, the bigger picture is a lot rosier than it was. All of a sudden, we're able to talk about well, maybe a Tim, maybe a Tim. You know, the bench is going to look strong tomorrow. Um, so it, it, it's it's feeling a whole lot more positive, and we just have to hope for the right result tomorrow. But again, you know, the, the record at Anfield's been brilliant and has remained brilliant even through what has not been the best of start. So we have to be hopeful that you know tomorrow they do the business. Yeah, hopefully so. Uh, but just before we before we go, Robbo, just um, score predictions. What, what are you thinking? Um. I can imagine it being sort of cagey-ish early on, uh, just you know, partly because of the break um, and, and things like that. And Brighton, as we keep saying, are, are no mugs. Uh, they, they've got a system that is tried and tested, and they know what they're doing. And okay, there's a new manager in there, but as I said before, I'd be surprised if he's coming in and ripping up Potter's plans when you know they've proven to be pretty effective. So I can't see an absolute tonking. If I'm being honest, I'd love one and I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love, you know, all the stuff that we always pray for, you know, a, a fast start, an early goal, 2 0 up at half time, and, and we win 4 0. I mean, you know, I'd absolutely take that all day. But it's a, um, 
it's a bit of a just fucking win type of game, isn't it? It's a, it's a win any win, a goal off someone's ass type of day, um, and I can see it being tight. I can see it being maybe one nil, to be honest with you, um, something like that. Uh, and I'd take that all day. Um, you know, as much as I want to see the real Liverpool rear its head, and we all be walk out of there tomorrow afternoon really happy. We, I think, we just take a win any win and then we start to build up towards that Liverpool machine that we know and love and you know we've got the we've got the game game after game we've got Rangers we've got Arsenal we've got Man City we've got the other you know Rangers away etc we've got all these games where we can start to find that rhythm I'd be surprised if rhythm comes in day one of our restarted season but you know we'll see but yeah I expect Liverpool to win but I think it'd be tight yeah, I think I kind of agree. I just hope that I hope that, like you said, that the ideals that we all want, I hope they're just like prevalent just from like minute one. But uh, just from what we've seen so far with Liverpool, that's not been the case. But hopefully tomorrow's, like you said, the, there's been a big gap. So hopefully the big gaps then is a big, a big help. But I'll just go through these uh, score predictions like quick. Panas Scous has gone for three one. Uh, Christian's gone for three one as well. Uh, five nil, like Paul said, and I have to shave my <laughs> head off live. So I open for five nil, Robbo. So Christian's going to shave his head off. So yeah, I'll yeah. Go for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll Aiden's be interesting got... to watch. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Someone got... said on there, can I have a get in? Well, I'll tell you what. If Christy, if we win five nil and Christian shaves his hair off, get back in touch and we can definitely have a get in because that'll be worthy <laughs> of a get in. <laughs> so that's like double whammy then. Chris, five nil win. Christian shaving his head off, and then we get a Robbo Garen. It's like a tri- triple, yeah. triple threat shit. Sound that? Come on, the Reds. Uh, Aiden's gone three one. Uh, Paul's gone one nil. Kuda's gone for two nil. Uh, Dan three nil, and Dave two nil. But yeah, hope I'll go. For, hopefully, I think I think I don't know. Show yesterday, I went like for three one, but I don't know. I'd take a one nil. I'd take a fucking deflection off someone's like. Fucking ass! I don't like you said. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Just a win's a win. But uh, Robo, nice one. Uh, we'll leave it there. Nice one for um for jumping on. Really appreciate it. If you are watching no on if you're watching on YouTube, do like and subscribe. And if you're listening on audio, Spotify or whatever, then um yeah, do leave us a, a rating on there because it does help us. It does help us out. Uh, but yeah, we'll be, we'll be back on the weekend. Hopefully, celebrate a a boss Liverpool win. So yeah, nice one, everyone. Nice one to Robo, and we'll uh, see you next time. Podcast Network.